0: And welcome back to the Garment Decorators Podcast. uh, Coming to you live from the Heat Printing Innovation Centre here in Braintree, Essex. Uh, This podcast is for heat printers, garment decorators, anyone is trying to improve their skill set when it comes to garment decoration. I'm joined, as always, by Molly. Welcome. Uh, before we get started in today's episode where we're going to be talking all about heat presses and how to choose the right heat press, what to look for in a press, just want to remind everyone that didn't get a chance to listen to the last week that the Global Masterclass is now um, open for registrations. So this is the biggest virtual event of all time for garment decorating Uh, you can sign up at starsmasterclass.com and it'll be on wednesday the 27th and it'll be a big day full of education and value um to really make the most of your um training for all of you so it's going to be a good seven eight hour day so make sure you book time out on your calendar to join us live for that get your questions answered there'll be unprecedented access to speakers from across the globe from every single continent so it's going to be a really big day and i'd encourage all of you that are really serious about heat printing no matter what level you're at um to come join us because there'll be something for everyone indeed yes
1: as andy is
0: closely watching on youtube wrapping his t-shirt today so i can attest that it's uh no, a wonderful transfer that you get as part of the kits that are also now available on sale. So if you want to do some fusing along and join in for the day, there are some limited number of kits available on targettransfers.com and Stars.com, uh, where you can buy a limited kit, which includes T-shirt, bag, sweatshirt, uh, some patches and some transfers. So a really nice kit to kind of fuse along and really understand how to Um, develop your technique for different fabric types, different finishes, different placements. So really, really good addition to the day that I'd encourage all of you to pick up a pack.
1: I'm excited. It's going to be good.
0: So today we want to talk to you all about heat presses because we've been getting lots and lots of questions uh, recently about what heat press should I choose, um, what heat, heat press should I use? To start with, which one should I use to grow my business. So I think it's about time that we kind of sat down and just had a bit more of a long form chat about this, get some of those questions answered. So this is the 2023 edition of um, which heat press is right for me. Um, including some updates on what's new, what we've been seeing other people um, investing in um, and it's a decision-making process that we find other people that come into the showroom go through and hopefully that can kind of bring a bit of insight and bring some ideas for all of you that are still a little bit unsure about which one to start off with.
1: Yes, and even if you think that you're sure about which heat press you should be buying, I would still encourage you to listen to this because we have people in, like you said, that come in thinking they know which one they want and then by the time we've taken them through all the options and all of the different features they think oh actually this one might be better for me and yeah. my business and things like that so even if you think you're sure still uh, still take what we have to say into yeah. consideration um okay so did you want to start with which level of heat press we should go in for so yeah. whether that's you know you're just starting out or whether you're ready to sort of expand your business and take it to the next level
0: yes yeah, so i think i think it's all it's always very important it's always kind of making sure that you know, depending on where you're at with your journey is kind of understanding the why, why are you looking to buy a heat press? What Mm -hmm. is the motivation? Because that should be what guides you above all else really. So whether at someone, if you start just starting out and you're looking for your first heat press, what you should consider when investing in um, a machine like this, Um, as opposed to if you're um, perhaps just looking to grow your business, you're looking to add a second press or if you're kind of at a a real growth level when you're looking to add maybe five or six at a time and really expand out your printing.
1: Okay, so say, for example, I am completely new and I come into the showroom and I sit down and I go, okay, where where do I start? What do I need to look
0: at? So the first thing really is to, you know, before is to go and look on YouTube predominantly, I would say, Mm -hmm. because there's lots and lots of videos that kind of will show you, The press is in depth. I mean, we know. I know personally that we've. I think we filmed a video of every single press, and they're about sort of ten to fifteen minutes long each. Yeah, so they're they're quite in depth. So they're they're in depth, uh, so you can have a proper look at all the machines and really do your homework, um, because it's really important to make the decision right the first time. Um, but ultimately uh, it all comes down again to sort of time temperature pressure so making sure no matter where you're buying heat press from whether it's us or someone else is that you can control all three of those things mm-hmm. um, and I know we talk about this a lot and so I'm sure some people are bored of, reason, but it's a good, a good reason because reason. <laughs> this is the most uh important sort of three controls of your business outside of finance probably yeah. um because everything to do a transfers and vinyl, sublimation, any type of process that involves heat um, always comes down to time temperature and pressure because the way that the decoration method has been constructed wants to go at a very specific time temperature and pressure. So it's absolutely essential that you have a machine that can control those and yes. control Temperature to the degree and control pressure very accurately because you don't want to be guessing the stuff and you don't want to have to be spending your whole time calibrating heat presses and doing test prints every other shirt to make sure it's fine. Mm -hmm. Um, You want to make sure you can have something that is reliable so you don't have to think about it just like, yeah, I know that's going to work and I can move on to the next one. Um, Regardless of what
1: level your business is at, whether it's your first
0: press or 10th. So even if you're um, just starting out, you still need to be able to control those three um, because you want to be able to scale that business and you want to be able to kind of have a – three to five year plan of mm. what my next heat press might be and my other equipment I might bring in. Um, but also you might get you might get um a big job come in pretty early and you don't want to disappoint that customer. You want to be able to make sure you can fill that fulfill that job and you want to have return customers. So even if you're just selling ones, you want to make sure that when you decorate that garment they come back and back and back. Because when you're especially when you're small, they probably just won't tell you. Yeah. they'll just go away uh, they won't cover they won't you know some people will just complain um you know such is the british way
1: even if uh, your product is fine even if yeah. people complain
0: um but a lot of the time they're also just "Oh, that was rubbish i'm not going to yeah. buy from them again
1: yeah that's similar to what we get on the pressure point of view we get a lot of questions on the handheld presses and um you know how you regulate the pressure yeah. that. and people always go oh it's fine because you know i can make sure i'm putting enough pressure through it but you can never be 100 percent sure that that is accurate if you're doing it because it's based off of your body weight and how much force you can put through it and it's not especially if you're doing a design that's bigger than the the press itself you're not going to have consistent pressure throughout the whole thing and that's a a question we get quite a lot is you know the little handheld ones if they're you know a good option and that's probably one of the reasons why you might do the print and it might be completely fine but after two three ten twenty washes that's when the print starts to come off that's where the customer thinks oh I won't go back and then you just don't get a repeat order so yeah
0: it's, it's really important um and you know I know that if sometimes with cheap stuff people say they like you buy buy twice instead of once but and most of the people I speak to is like buy five times instead of once um <laughs> so you know, and it's very tempting to see um sort of five-in-one machines or cheap presses you might be able to pick up for a couple of hundred quid um but i guess the question to ask yourself is how many people do you know or how many people you've seen online that are running successful businesses with one of those yeah um i've never seen one yet
1: well i think the common thing is like you said buy cheap by twice. and i think that two two points on that firstly that's not necessarily the case because if we're talking about electronics machines Mm. for example the entry level machine, which is the max, is what around seven starts at
0: 720. Yeah. yeah,
1: so that's I mean, even though for a piece of equipment, it's probably not the cheapest one that's out there, but it's a good entry level price for a decent heat press that you know covers all your bases. Yeah, rather than buying that five in one or buying something that's maybe half the price of the Poltronics yeah. Max. And then six months down the line going, oh, I need to buy the max now. And then you've wasted two, £300 on a press that you're going to have to either try and sell and get rid of or you're just going to be stuck with however much that yeah. costs and take that loss. Um, so, yeah, you will end up spending more money and wasting the amount that you spend on yeah. the super press.
0: Uh, and the reason that you sh- uh, shouldn't uh, go near a five-on-one press is that you can't control time, temperature and pressure. I mean, uh, even the normal press platen on tends to be wildly out with temperature anyway. Um, but the reason that we don't sell our own five-in-one here at Styles Artronics is that you can't um, accurately maintain the heat by swapping the, the upper platens out. You can swap the bottom platens out because they tend to be flat shaped. That's why we have a specific hat press and we have a specific ball press because that's the only way you can maintain consistent heat throughout the whole of the platen. Um, it's, not, it's just not possible to do it changing in the top plan yeah. for five different, for cat, bull mug and things like that. It's, it's, um, it's just not a very good option for you. So you need to be able to look for that time, temperature, pressure uh, when you're first starting out. And that's why you kind of make sure you can have something that is to the degree or mm-hmm. as close as possible Um and make sure you can at least understand how to change pressure. Not every single entry level press is going to have a pressure readout, and that's okay. Even our own presses, like the Electronics Max or the Styles Clan Basic, they don't have a pressure readout, um, but we can tell you how to set it. That's why we, um, if you go and watch the Max video, you'll see us doing the two finger test on it. Basically, uh, for us, because of the the way the presses are built and with the center pressure, if you can pull the press down with two fingers comfortably, that means you're at medium pressure. Always say, always say to people, it shouldn't be hard work because yeah. you want to be able to do this all day. Um, so if you're looking at presses and they don't have a pressure readout, um, then contact the the person that's selling it or the company behind it and just ask them how to set it. Um, because if they can't tell you, that's normally a bit of a red flag um, because it shouldn't be hard work. It shouldn't be, you don't have to drive the top pattern through the bottom pattern to get it to work. It should be really easy. Um, and that's why, you know, that's what we talk about having, um, spending all your time on sales and marketing rather than fixing presses and trying to figure out what's gone wrong. Yeah. Yeah. So if I was starting out though, what, what, um, it kind of all really comes down to budget and what functionality you want. So I would say personally, I would, um, if I was going to start, I probably would go with the auto open heat press.
1: Would you, would you? i would oh, right.
0: um if possible it's not it's not always possible but the reason is i want that pressure readout personally mm. so if i was starting out if i could afford one so um, and for everyone that's listening um go on to transfers.com to see the most up-to-date prices but you're kind of looking at uh, between 1100 for the smaller size at seventeen hundred and twenty pounds for the biggest size, so still it's it's, it's not. Business, it's not still, expensive. No, that's it, and this is the only piece of equipment you really need to kind of invest in. you To run the rest of your business, if you're getting heat transfers, for instance, which is the best way to, especially when you're starting out, um, and even in the biggest companies for a power decoration on demand, the best way is heat transfers. Um, then you only need a you know a reasonable laptop to run it or if you're doing your own artwork perhaps a slightly better spec to run illustrator or photoshop or something like that but you don't need lots and lots of other equipment Mm -hmm. um so i personally would try if i could go for the auto open i would go for the auto open um the only difference you pay difference between the auto and the max is one you get the auto open feature which is really nice um you both get uh the interchangeable autumn platens which is what kind of takes you from a Again, it's something to look out for with the entry-level heat presses. I would always make sure it has interchangeable platens because you'll thank yourself in about six months' time that you invested that little bit more on it because it will make it more versatile. Um, But the pressure readout is a big one, and it's the mistake that people make the most. So if I was starting out, I mean, for us, it's easy. to We could start with a max because we know what pressure feels like.
1: Mm -hmm. If you're completely new to it. Yeah,
0: exactly. If If you're new to it, you don't have the benefit of uh working in the heat printing innovation center where you've got access to every single heat press um having that pressure readout would uh, be a real peace of mind thing for me yeah because i know that everything i do is going to be perfect then
1: and also it's so different between different garments as well like the hot chocolate machines as we've experienced are so accurate that the difference between a t-shirt and a sweatshirt or a t-shirt with and without a transfer affects the pressure. Yeah and you know you wouldn't have to adjust it every time you put like a transfer underneath it's you know between like we say four and six is fine but if you're swapping between t-shirts and sweatshirts or hoodies and different plattens and it's so much easier for it to just tell you what pressure it's at rather than you having to feel it do a test run, you know check to see if there's like if it's over pressured if it's scorched it things like that um just having it tell you straight out rather than you having to physically try and figure out every single time you change even t-shirt types if one's thicker than
0: the next yeah exactly so the, the pressure is everything so that's why i would either start out with the auto or maybe even if i could justify the fusion iq yeah um
1: that's so kind of like middle range isn't it? yeah
0: so it really comes but again it comes down to functionality and what you're looking to fuse um so the fusion iq is the heat press that has a swing and a drawer, as opposed to being a clamshell yeah so if that's something it's important to you, then it's worth investing in that' that is because that's two two five zero um but you get lots of warranties on this, which we'll go into in a, in a little bit, but that it really should come down to what you're trying to achieve um more than anything else, so what functionality you yeah. need to go with that so maybe a fusion I q might be if you're doing lots of um detailed stuff in terms of placement and you need to have a heat free workspace whether you're not doing it underneath the press then perhaps that could be a better option for you um but it kind of comes down to what you're trying to fuse under there is are you going to be doing adult stuff kids stuff um bags uh or even hats it might be that actually you're just going to start a hat business and then you only mm-hmm. need a uh, a 360 IQ hat press you don't even need the other presses That's
1: a lot much more of a simpler conversation <laughs> yeah it is so it all
0: comes down to what you're actually looking to put under there yeah um so for instance if you're just looking to do kids stuff only it might be that you only need the smaller size of heat press yeah
1: yeah, yeah. So, well we always say don't we what's the biggest size that you ever think you're going to need yeah if it's kids now to start you out but you'd like to print adults eventually maybe go for the big one yeah. but if you're dead set on just having hat business through you just having kids' T-shirts, then yeah, yeah it, it does bring the cost down a bit to get the smaller one.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, but so think about functionality, think about what you're trying to do. Um, but also think about, you know, what is a realistic way of paying the machine off? That's kind of like a big thing as well, because obviously... Um, it's all very well for me to say, I think you should buy a £1,700 heat press because <laughs> I know it's the best option for a starter, but I know that not everyone has just got £1,700 yes. sitting around.
1: Some people have investment budgets, which is fantastic. And if yep. you have that money set aside, then brilliant. But if you don't, then we do have other options
0: available, don't yes. we? So. so it's kind of it's important to think about what is a realistic way of paying off the heat press um, and what is your realistic time zone time. Uh, period for paying off that heat press Um, and whether you know what is affordable for you to do now do you you know what sort of credit do you have do you need to think about finance Well, the heat press is over a thousand pounds do you have finance options um, which do have reasonable uh, very reasonable rates on them as well um, which is something to consider um that's the only
1: thing isn't it sometimes when people hear the word finance they think oh it's going to cost me like so much more to have no but price, it really but you
0: know it's, we've got a really good company that we called charlie Leasing that we partner up with that yeah. can provide really great values um for those things um it just
1: makes it more doable doesn't it like if you know you want to start a business and you know which press you want and you know that it's going to yeah. save you money in the long run like we've just said about buying cheap you buy twice or if you buy a press yeah. that you're then going to need to upgrade in a few months time if you can get that press initially and spread the cost over 12 yeah. months, months whatever the options are it just makes it so much more affordable month to month because it's no different than yeah. taking out like i don't know a phone contract or something um it just brings the monthly payments down and you can bring in money with your print jobs as you're paying off the heat press and yeah give it a year and it could be yours
0: so the way to figure out these things is to think about what warranty. Warranty is a good place to start because that's normally uh, the most common way that people will pay off a heat press is they figure out the warranty because if you know what the warranty warranty is Warrantry. warranty Oh, <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, you need to divide it by the time yes. until the warranty's
0: up. So for instance um if I was if you're looking to buy a heat press the sort of minimum you should look for I would say minimum of thirty years lifetime. Sorry, thirty years warranty on the heating element. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do offer a lifetime on the hot torrents machines. I know that not everyone is um, able to do that, mm-hmm. but I would say you still need to look for at least sort of thirty years because if we can offer a lifetime and we're the top end, then you should be looking for something at least thirty years as a, as a kind yeah. of mid entry point. Uh, we also offer five years on the framework, and that's often a, a big where big place to start because investing money into a heat press and you want to have the peace of mind that it will last and last and last so anything from the auto open upwards has the electronics premier warranty which has a five-year um, warranty on the framework yeah, yeah. um so obviously that gives you quite a good if you break that down it gives you a good um lifetime on that mm-hmm. um so we do have some numbers for, for everyone that...
1: and you did prepare yeah. time <laughs> because this was not sticking in my head
0: no <laughs> so let's say for instance you went with the 40 by 50 centimetre auto-open heat press, which is the yes. biggest auto-open. Uh-huh. If you were to pay that, take the warranty. So let's go to the framework. Not, obviously, it's very difficult to, what is the lifetime of a heat press? Uh, depends on how well you look after it. Um, but you do get a five-year warranty on the framework. So we're
1: going with five
0: years. Let's go with five years okay. because that is a good place to start because, I mean, these heat presses will last, I don't know, 15, 20 years. If you look treat treat them right, we've got heat presses out the back that've been here for decades and they Mm -hmm. still work fine. Um, But so, but warranty is a good place to start because even if because lots of businesses, you know, think about everything you have in a business, you often tend to cycle through them anyway, like things like computers and phones and things like that. So, warranty is a good place to start because it kind of gives you a baseline of things to change. So, if you were to look at five years and the framework. That would equal to 340 pounds, 344 pounds a year, you know, 344 times five is what 1720. Um, so that's the kind of one way to look at it. you kind of, because you know, you've got that peace of mind of the lifetime warranty on the heating element of five years on the framework. It means that if something happens, you know, that, you know, you're, you're well covered that way. Um, so, but if it was 344 pounds a year, that's less than a pound a day to own it. Um, or you know, e- yeah and even if you're factoring and say it's a working year um it's still going to be just over a pound to actually have it what you know in your business so if you think about what you can do with the heat press that's really not a big investment if you're spreading that cost over five years which you can get um, as a finance option or even if you're buying it even if you're buying outright and you just want to then from a business perspective sort of spread the, the payoff of um your investment over five years mm-hmm. then that uh, is a way of uh, quite a good way of looking at it because it kind of gives you a bit of uh, an insight into what your potential daily budget could be towards owning a heat press um and That's you can
1: a lot for one like electronics obviously being the best best yeah. brand in the world and the auto open is i think even people that you know have five ten twenty presses or an auto open is still a very valid part of their business like it's a staple it's
0: the most important part apart from perhaps customer data
1: oh no no but yeah. i mean yeah no that as well yeah. but i mean like the actual the auto open press itself we we kind of market it as like kind of an entry-level press but mm. if somebody could have a dual fusion and have an auto next to it like they both have great functionality yeah. so to have one of the world's leading presses just un- just under or just over depending on how you look at a pound a day mm. to have that is i think people just look at the big number and go whoa <laughs> yeah
0: so that is the kind of that's the kind of longer term view of owning a heat press of how you should calculate the actual cost per ownership of that yeah. and the, the potential time to pay off um but you do want to have a an end date of when you pay a piece of machinery off that you have in your in your business um, so that is one way. That's one way to look at it. The other way to look at it is kind of if you want to kind of sprint to the finish, mm-hmm. um,
1: which a lot of our customers, a lot do. of our customers do. <laughs> yeah, that, pay it off before they uh, get started. The next
0: yeah, company. and genuinely, the feedback is that when they take this approach, it has worked for them, and most of them tend to pay it off even quicker than the numbers we're going to give now, anyway. Um, but let's say, for instance, you just you want to, um, you're going to be setting up your own brand and you want to um pay off this heat press as quick as possible because you want to start making money from it or i know perhaps you've paid for it on credit or even you know invested a a bonus from your existing job and you're turning that into your side hustle or or someone for a family member is perhaps investing into you and you want Mm -hmm. to pay them back as quick as possible because you don't want to have you know don't want to be indebted to someone else no um when we talk let's talk about the auto open first because and we'll come back around to all of the other tiers of presses once we cover other levels but the auto open for instance so 1720 pounds um and you can kind of take this number and turn it into whatever you want in terms of accessories and things that. we're just talking about the heat press on its own at the moment um if you wanted to pay that off so say you're selling your t-shirts at 20 pounds uh once you factor in a cost of sort of two or three pound t-shirt perhaps 50p to a pound to decorate it um if you then whatever money you have left over it could be somewhere in the region of 10 to 15 pounds um if you then wanted to pay that off as quick as possible you're looking at 135 t-shirts to pay this press off about 1700 pounds pay it off and it's done
1: that's Which not it, that many it's really not it. if you get an order for i don't know 10 20 sometimes even 50 that's Four five
0: jobs, and you're done. Yeah, so if you if you if you're also putting the same amount of effort into sales and marketing and picking up work, then you can really quickly pay it off. I mean, and even if you're just doing you know five to ten pounds profit, you're still only looking at a couple of hundred t-shirts as well. Yeah. So even if you so that's I'm never going to sell my t-shirts for twenty pound or that's not my customer type. Depending on your customer type, there still should be a good profit margin in there. Um, and if you just want to try and pay it off in the first year or even in a, in a really quick, um, fashion, Mm -hmm. it's very quick. We're talking a couple of hundred t-shirts or, you know, 11 t-shirts per month. Um, and then the way I kind of look at it is, you know, 11 t-shirts per month is a pretty good goal to start off with. If you're just doing it as a side hustle and you're looking to grow, but you've got a, a kind of a vision of turning this into your, you know, your main hustle, um, actually, that's a good place to start with because it means that perhaps a new one, you can concentrate on selling just 11 T-shirts per month is not, is very uh, reasonable because it's that's like one every three, one every two and a half days or something like that. Yeah. Um, you should be able to achieve that. So there's no reason that you couldn't pay off a heat press in a year. And then at that point, you then you still got that warranty to back you up anyway, but you, then you can start to grow and grow and grow without any machinery cost sort of on your uh, on your debit sheet that way as well mm-hmm. so that's that's the kind of the other way that people like to look at it is how many t-shirts a month to pay this off and in reality if you'd like say if you get a job of 50 a month that means that 10 of those t-shirts could go to pay off the heat press that month and the other 40 are all pure profit or other investment back into the business to pay off anything else you might have um be investing in or Um, making sure that you're covering all costs or making sure you're paying yourself. I was going to say that's
1: the one that I think when you're self-employed or when you're like printing for yourself you forget to give yourself a wage because you're just like even though yeah okay you're all there printing and it's your business it's still your time and you you know this is still factoring and paying yourself for that job.
0: Exactly so that that's if I was starting out that's how I would approach it and the, the calculation I'd have in mind is what am I trying to do what am I trying to achieve what am I trying to print and what is my end game? And just to kind of, you can sprint to finish, but also have a bit of patience built into that as well and be realistic. Like what- Yeah,
1: don't need to put all your profits
0: Yeah, in think about how many t-shirts you think, you know, what existing customers do you have? Who has already indicated an interest? Um, or perhaps even if you want to think about, you know, if you've got enough, if you've got brand awareness that like people like, I want to buy a t-shirt when you're selling your t-shirts, mm-hmm. you know, perhaps put them up for pre-order then, if you get say two hundred T-shirts on, pre- on your first pre-order on a, on a one of your first pre-orders, then you could be like, "Well, I could just pay off my heat press with this order." Then everything past that point, the heat press is, is all owned, and it's just going to sit there and be a profit machine for me.
1: Quite literally. That's Quite the literally. tagline yeah. it's a Profit machine. Yeah. <laughs> heat press with profit machine. Um, okay, cool. Yeah. So that's like the entry level press. Eleven yep. T-shirts per month. One hundred thirty-five per year. If yep. you're like you say, sprinting to the finish. Um, but what if you were going in at sort of the Fusion IQ level? So we briefly touched on it, but this is sort of the next one up. It's kind of an intermediate level press. It's got other features like the IQ controller and mm-hmm. the swing and draw, which we can talk a bit more about. Um, but if you had investment or if you had enough you know, startup funds to have this as your first press, then that's a fantastic option. Yep. Um, but alternatively, this could be someone that maybe has had like a – a five-in-one press or a cheaper sort of press and they're making enough from it now that they want that reliability they want that you know all of the yeah. features from electronics and they're considering this is quite a good press for those kind of levels as well like switching over to hot yeah.
0: okay so talking about kind of uh you know established printer i'm gonna so i'm gonna assume that if rather than having a five-in-one that they've already made the mistake of the five-in-one and, and invested in something like an auto open anyway.
1: Okay. Eliminate because, all errors from uh, <laughs>
0: Because I don't, I'm not, like I said, I've not really seen many businesses be super successful with a really cheap heat press. Yeah. Um, or you, you might have lots of, you might have a funnel, like a good funnel coming in, but it's probably a very leaky, leaky funnel um, when, when it comes, especially when it comes to return business. Yeah. Um, because then you're not going to be lasting as long or, it could be, or you're just selling sort of promo stuff, stag, stag, you and Hendy stuff that doesn't get washed and sits in a cupboard and no one realizes it's not very good.
1: Yeah.
0: But in terms of like, if I was thinking more of like, okay, I'm adding another heat press, or I'm wanting to invest in the top of the range thing because I want to take myself to an elite level. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe rather than sort of talk through the functionality we can pre- i'll go we'll go the other way around mm-hmm. and talk about the actual number of t-shirts it takes okay
1: reversing so I, think that, back.
0: I think that's quite good for perspective because actually the amount of t-shirts it takes is still um it's still not very many
1: no and we're talking like you said a, quite a step up from in terms of functionality from yeah. the auto to the fusion so the auto is 11 yep. and the fusion t-shirts per month sorry and the fusion is 14 yep Three T-shirts more per
0: month. Yes, so that's it. If you, if, there, if there is a real, if you're kind of, if you're, okay, I can afford either an auto or the Fusion, be like, I kind of want the functionality of the swing and draw, which I know some people do. Yes,
1: yeah. It's a
0: real fine margin between, once you're at the point where you can choose between the two, mm-hmm. purely pick up functionality, because the amount of T-shirts it takes to pay the whole thing of. It's
1: is, minimal. It's minimal. Yeah. The
0: warranty is exactly the same as well
1: oh okay that's good so yeah so the auto is 1720 and the manual fusion is 2250 so that's 172 t-shirts total versus the 135 for the auto open so like you say when you do break it down it is only three t-shirts per month more which is more than achievable if you are yeah, having If you have a successful printing business.
0: Exactly. Um, but then if we were to talk about perhaps the dual-air fusion, which is the top of the range. So this is where, and I think when we say IQ, what we mean is we're talking about smart heat presses. Mm-hmm. So a smart heat press like the IQ, so where as the auto and everything above it has the time, temperature and pressure readout, the IQ comes with a special um, LED IQ controller in the, uh, front of the heat press which has all recipes pre-loaded um, it also connects to the cloud so you can um, get reporting back you can see how hard your heat press is working um, but it's really good for pre-programming how to do every single transfer vinyl type um, and your own recipes off the back of that as well but if we're looking to get the best of the best heat press so there is there is no better heat press than the dual air fusion um, in, the we'll, world. in the world and we'll get into why in a sec you're still only looking at for the year one payoff 43 t-shirts per month so to pay
1: that whole heat pay press pay the whole heat year. press off in one year right okay. it's 522 t-shirts total it's
0: not bad but if you think the sort of customer or sort of person who's listening that should be um, thinking, if they're thinking about dual air fusion, you, this is the volume. This is when you start to get into the volume game. If you're, if you're just doing sort of 10s and 20s, maybe the dual air fusion might be overkill for you. Mm-hmm. But if you're starting to get into those hundreds, 200s, uh, a 1000s, and ba- or basically you're, you're full all day, you're seven hours a day, you're slaving away over your heat press because you're bit that busy, Then you're at a point where you need to think about something like a dual air fusion because um, it's not only is it going to make your life easier from an actual application point of view, but it has two heads on it. So it means you can actually increase your volume without having to increase your staff numbers.
1: You can double your output with one heat press.
0: Well, probably it's more like eighty percent, sixty percent probably increase. I would say. but it, it will get quicker and quicker the more you start to use it and you start to create a pattern and a system yeah, for yeah. yourself. Um, so you're still only looking at sort of 522 t shirts. So if you're doing, if you're using a dual Life fusion, and lots of our customers are kind of at dual Life fusion or other ones where you're doing sort of between 200 and 500 a day anyway. Yes. Um, I mean, with those numbers, you could justify at a lower level, but that's kind of what you need to be shooting for. That's the sort of volume you can get through per user. Um, so if you were to say, for instance, you were doing 200 um, uh, shirts um, per day, the actual payoff off this machine is going to be rapid. What, I mean, two, th- it would
1: be like
0: a week? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you, you could just put aside a certain amount of, of jobs or a day a month uh, and you might be able to find in a couple of days a month you can pay off this machine quite quickly. So,
1: Or even if you were doing 50 shirts a day. Yeah, that would still be a payoff within like a
0: month. it's like yeah. still pretty good. So it's it's something to it's something to consider is that even the most we always talk about the one you know the dual Fusion being the most expensive heat press. It's not actually the most expensive heat press in the world, even though it's the best heat press. Uh, it's seven thousand one hundred and twenty pounds. But in terms of versus other equipment, versus like say an embroidery machine, which mm-hmm. could cost you fifteen to fifty thousand pounds, depending on the functionality or some of the brig big DTG printers which start at 25000 could have got up to half a million. Yeah. Um, but they don't have any um, real benefits above having a dual effusion, uh, especially now that with the quality of a product like Ultracolor and Ultracolor Max and a one-to-five-color screen is actually, you know, £7,000 for having the absolute best of the best, uh, something that would be the core piece of your business is really not a big investment. Um, and it also has every single um, functionality you could ever ever dream of, um, because and that's why when we talk about what functionality you want, functionality of the Dual Air Fusion is, this is the, um, you know, most of the hotronic seat presses have hacks on them, so they all have interchangeable patterns. You can find a, perhaps a caddy stand to put them on, or a caddy car, or an equipment car but the dual F fusion has so much of it built into it. It has the threadability on both sides. So again, we've done, we've talked about this a lot when it comes to productivity, but the, um, the dual F fusion is like a super athlete. It's like one that's been, it's one that's ready for the world cup every single day because it's one that's always at peak condition. It's got threadability. It's got laser guidance for placement. It's got quick slips as standard, it has, it heats up really quickly. You can set it to come on at a very specific time of the day. It's got every single bell and whistle you could ever need. Air but the power, Air, air powered. So the pressure is all controlled by a compressor, so it takes human error out of the way. So, again, you don't have to worry about someone ignoring the pressure. Reader. That's a big one.
1: Um, that makes a massive difference.
0: So this is, this is the machine that is, you know, it's just like it's a it's a peak athlete and but you can do this every single day of the week it can go across multiple shifts um so if you're looking to like really upscale your business it's a very small investment in terms of what you can get back from it like say having improved productivity you know so let's say it's even on Let's even if we were conservative like when you're first starting out you're getting used to it and you're like right, I'm 30% quicker. Okay, 30% quicker, what does that mean in a year? Let's say you work on a working year of 200, 220 days a year. That could be 70 days additional you have a year to do jobs. I mean, that is ridiculous, really, when you think about it. You can increase your revenue by 30% by mm-hmm. investing in the 7,000-pound machine. Yeah. It just seems like... Which will um,
1: make you a hell of a lot more than 7,000 pounds. <laughs>
0: exactly. So if you're thinking about sort of going from intermediate to expert and the real growth this year. Yeah. Then there's nothing like the dual air fusion um, to do that to your business.
1: Yeah. And also if you are, like you say, increasing your productivity like that, you have the opportunity to take on more jobs, but also you can give yourself a bit more time off and still make the same amount of money.
0: Yeah, exactly. So that's that's how you want to look at your machines is remember, remember always time, temperature, pressure. I need to be able to control them. Mm-hmm. But then in terms of like the question we always get asked is what's the difference between these presses okay. it's always functionality so start off with the max you've got time and temperature you go with the auto you've got pressure readout you've got the auto open You go to the fusion iq you've got swing and draw you go above that you've got air powered machines or double air powered machines so it's a quite simple calculation but it all comes down to what you as the user or the per- operator that you're buying the seat press for what are their main things that they can be fusing? And what is the sort of environment they need? All of the machines can be put onto Caddy stands that can be height adjustable. I know that's a big thing for some people is that you have a tall person, a short person working it. You want to be able to adjust the heights. It's easy to do. Just wind it up and down if it's on equipment on an equipment cart. So all these have the functionality. So that's just a quick run through of what to look for in a heat press mm-hmm. and where you're at. Uh, but we do want to talk a little bit about what is new – What the questions we're seeing people ask for 2023 what are the most popular buying choices for 2023 obviously as the um uk's largest supplier of heat presses um for professionals we kind of do have an insight into what people are looking for and what people are after so we wanted to share some of that with you today to kind of so you can kind of um put yourself in other people's shoes and understand what other people are looking for and you know what your competitors are buying really that's a good point
1: actually yeah and also i kind of want to touch on just circling back to the dual fusion, the iq controller you mentioned Mm. about um taking human error out of the equation with the reporting features you can look back and see what like how the press was printing at a particular time so if there is a job that goes out that you're not like 100 percent sure Mm. you know or someone comes back and complains or says oh this wasn't quite right you can pinpoint exactly you know what went wrong and what yeah what was wrong with the job at that time so that's another thing about the iq um screen but sorry circling back to 2023. yeah
0: so um you know the biggest questions that we get around heat presses are obviously uh, other than the, you know what's the difference between a heat press yeah. is it's for for those that are established um businesses it's always is nearly always about what can i do to be quicker and faster yeah get, i get that a lot over the last six or 12 months is people coming in or requesting clients because they're like Okay, we've survived the last couple of years. Now I want to go supersonic. Mm -hmm. What do I need to do? What heat pressure do I get? What other things do I need to invest in? Because everything comes down to productivity. We've spoken about this loads over the last year. Um, But understanding the time it takes to fuse something is very important. And what can you do to bring that time down without changing the recipe of the transfer? Because we know that doesn't work.
1: Not second pressing. But you style. can look,
0: you can look at, so say, let's say Ultra Color always needs to be pressed at 12 seconds, for 120 degrees.
1: Okay.
0: Uh, with a three to five second pre-press. Mm-hmm. But it's everything around that that is important. Is like, how quick does it take? How quick is it for me to put T-shirt onto the press? That you can change. Yep either by quick slips or lower platens to make it easy to glide on and off. Uh, or like, how can I get my placement right? So using the lasers on the dual layer or the standalone laser um, alignment tool that you can put next to your heat press. So you could like, hey, okay, I put a grid on my top. So if I put the top on every single time, it shows me where to put it. Again, it takes out that 10, 15 seconds in placement time. And so if you can, you know, you could save. 15 seconds per shirt doing just having a caddy stand and a quick slip. Or if you're dual, using, using a dual air fusion, you can get even more savings because you've got that on two sides. But start to under, understanding your uh, where your weakness is in terms of like productivity and then finding the right heat press to match that mm-hmm. is kind of is the big thing. And that's why more and more people have adopted the dual air fusions and the air fusions is because they're so much quicker and so much more efficient and so much more accurate than anything else. And they want to be moving on to the, the next stage of their business and they want to be growing, they want to have heat press that can grow with them. So that's why we see a lot of people adopting those machines, but especially the bigger customers. And some of them are buying five, six, ten at a time because they want to be um, the best of the best. But even if you're just buying one, like say 60% more productivity in terms of volume, um, that means that you can either, from a competitive point of view, you can either get more volume in, which is great. Um, but I know that the biggest um, sort of sell point for everyone that's listening is turn time. Mm-hmm. So if you can get 60% more volume, you can bring that turn time down so much quicker by leveraging these productivity hacks by saving 10 to 15 seconds here every single time.
1: Yeah, reducing that, your overall turn time.
0: Yeah, it's not just those. 10 days 55 days you could get back at the end of the year it's actually those um two days and five days i can get back in that month
1: that you can slot other jobs in or you can take on some last minute things yeah for a job that normally
0: takes three days only takes two days now
1: yeah you've saved that that time
0: you might be that might be enough to secure you that job and get you that repeat business going and going and going so um productivity and investing in the best most productive machines is something that a lot of people are doing at the moment yeah and that's why when we talk about entry level we tend to talk about the auto open because that is not just from our kind of opinion of what we would do personally but actually in terms of what people are doing that is what's happening Mm
1: -hmm.
0: that's not just like our opinion or what we want to
1: yeah people are coming in actually physically asking about that specific yeah they're not Coming in saying, "Oh, which one would you recommend?" They go, "I think I want this one. I just want to see it before I buy it." That's normally the case, isn't
0: it? And I don't. It doesn't even just apply to people coming in. I would say that, like, this is like, no, not even just us trying to say what we want to say. Yeah. It's like the, the the truth of the matter is that the most common starter heat press is the auto open heat press. That is that is what are you know what is coming in and what's going out of the build uh, the building. Um, so when we talk about putting this podcast together, we always want to be very truthful with everyone, and that is just that is that is what we're seeing. Mm. Um, and you can kind of take that information, use it if you do or don't. But that's just what we're seeing: is that people are investing in that slightly a little bit more because they want that functionality, because they want to start off with that competitive edge yeah. um, of having that pressure readout knowing that from day one they're making perfect garments.
1: Yeah, and like you were saying about the efficiency and productivity hacks, like they're available for the auto-open, or yeah. the max upwards as well, like the quick slips, you can get those for any press. You can swap out the platens on any press. You can get um, the portable laser alignment if you want to get the placement right every single time. Yeah. Um, there are so many things you can do to increase efficiency at every single level of, like with every single level of heat press. Um, mm-hmm. But obviously the dual air fusion just comes with everything nicely prepackaged in a box. Really. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um... Lots of people, and again, going back to yeah, like the productivity, the quick slips is that even at the max level, people are thinking about um, putting they're putting together businesses in the box. So, our bundle is always very popular, yeah, they
1: sell out very quickly
0: because we include um, if you go to the webpage, you can see it under the heat press drop down um but putting it buying it as a bundle because you can get a a saving on the products that way Mm -hmm. and getting say an auto open with a um a counter caddy or a caddy stand getting your first platen, getting a quick slip uh, getting the release paper everything you need to get started because that will last you for it will last you to the point until you need to get another press in until you need to expand your business um And then, you know, they're still very easy to pay off. There's finance options available, even if you're bundling products as well. So it's all it comes down to the why again. It's like, but most people are kind of going for a business in a box approach um, because they want to have everything. We've spent a lot of time, you know, uh, surveying customers and asking about what they need to get started and really fine tuning these bundles as well to make sure that they are the most efficient way to buy heat presses. Um, and the great thing is they're always in stock as well. Mm. So it's really, really easy to get started that way. Um, but for me, it all comes down to functionality. What is the why? Making sure I can control time, temperature, and pressure, and also looking towards productivity, even if you're just starting out. Um, because it will come up quickly before you're ready for it to come up. So if you can start out being more efficient, it means that when you start to get those bigger orders in, it won't be a shock to the system because you'll always be already be very efficient, um, and you'll already be having a very lean um, production time at that point as well.
1: Yeah, starting out with it is the best way to go forward. Isn't yeah, it? and it's not even like it's a massive thing. Like you say, it's it's one accessory to put on your press yeah. that can save you hours if not days and weeks a year that's you know the easiest thing you could possibly do we're not giving you a really complicated yeah. you know equation to improve your efficiency it's a couple of items
0: exactly so just to summarize for everyone if do your homework on let's go and look for on youtube look for all heat press reviews look for product guides but do make sure you're looking for time temperature and pressure to control make sure you get a really good quality warranty on your heat press because it's going to be the most important part of your business and make sure you've got functionality so that even if you're buying entry-level presses you can still do things like change patterns and get quick slips no matter where you're getting heat press from because you will regret not having that functionality built in later and you'll just have to buy another heat press
1: which isn't ideal
0: isn't ideal um anything right
1: one to start with and that's
0: it if you've got questions do get in touch. We're always happy to talk through. We'll always give you the advice on which is the best possible press for you. We won't oversell you something because we want you to, we don't want to shadow you with debt. We want you to start off right. We want you to be successful. So we will always give you very honest advice. Um, you know, and if you're, you know, do join us on our Friday lives. You know, it's always a good place to start with. We do have this big event. Um, the the event, at the end of September on the 27th of Star at starsmasterclass.com, it's a free free event. I could say, it is like the, having a university education in seven hours. So, if you th- even if you're uh, this is mostly aimed at sort of, intermediate to experts, people are looking to grow their business, but there's enough in it for people who are first starting out. There will be some heat press basics, how to get started as well. So, it's a part of your research journey. Do join us for that event because you'll get the chance to ask those questions, even if you think they're stupid do ask them because there to be live Q&A sections of it as well where we can answer all of these types of questions and make sure you get started um, correctly that way as well. Yep. So head to starsmasterclass.com to sign up for that. But just keep asking us questions um, and let us know anything you'd like to see that you don't think you've seen in a video um, because we can always bring that to your attention as well.
1: Brilliant. Well, thank you very much to everyone for, you finished, right? Yeah, I'm finished. (laughs) Um, Thank you very much to everyone for listening and watching on YouTube. Don't forget to like and subscribe whichever platform you are watching on. And we will be back next Thursday with another podcast.